Finance can be so confusing and overwhelming. Learn the tips and strategies so you can accomplish your financial goals. Let's break it all down so it's simple and easy to understand. If you know me by now and you've been listening to the pod for a while, you'll know I love examples as it's my favorite way to learn. Please, as always, leave a review. Give it five stars if you found that it has been helpful. And that's it for me. Enough rambling. Let's get to the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Personal Finance Redefined Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit of a mailbag episode. What I mean by that is just frequently asked questions that I get a lot about investing as a whole. So that's the framework we're going to go through today. As a reminder, I am on YouTube. If you are enjoying this podcast, that's awesome. If you say, hey, you know what, I would like a little bit more visuals and something to follow along with on there as well, you can always check that out. I'm going to be having the podcast on there in addition to new content. So love the support if you're able to provide it there. Um, Thank you all so much. It's been an awesome little community and we'll keep this going. So um, today's all about the FAQ, some of the frequently asked questions behind investing. Let's start with this. So one of the things with investing is it's so easy. And that's one of the things when I look at any investment is what is the time and what is the effort involved? For example, if you were to go invest in real estate, it could produce a tremendous return. Maybe that, you know what, you find, you know what, this is the right property and I'm going to hire a property manager and I'm going to do all of these things. And all of a sudden you're able to get 14, 15, 16% per year. You might say that's just great. But what I would look at and urge you to look at is, is that something you enjoy doing? If the answer is yes, great. Maybe continue that. Maybe have it be in addition to your other investments. But what I want to look at in the framework that I transparently look at is I look at what is the time and effort involved. Maybe I'm not able to get 14, 15, 16%, but I can get 8 or 9 or 10% and I don't have to do any work at all. That's when I like to look at investing. So not a right or wrong, but the easiness in, in really just you know, investing in the stock market is that back in the day, you used to have to go to a broker and there used to be a commission to buy a fund. And nowadays, you know, it's just so night and day. And and so what I mean by that is a few clicks and you can own Apple stock. You can be suddenly an owner in one of the greatest companies in the world, which is just incredible that we live in a day uh, in time that allows us to do that. So that's one thing. It's just the ease. Second thing is returns. So historically, stocks have averaged around 10%. And when I say stocks, it can seem confusing, as you could say, Ari, I hear you talking about large companies or growth companies or value companies, and and the list goal is gone. But stocks have an average return of 10% if you're looking at the S&P 500, which is the 500 biggest companies in the United States. So what I mean is is that it rarely ever returns 10% per year, but that's the average. And so getting a good return, well, that's just so important because every year there's something called inflation and it's a silent killer, meaning you don't see it. It's not like your bank is sending you a statement and saying, okay, Ari, I know you had $100,000 last year and now inflation was 5%. So that $100,000, really it's going to still say 100, but it's really only worth 95,000. So it's one of those things that they're not going to send you a statement or notify you, but years after years go by and all of a sudden your money's just sitting there. Well, now that's where an issue comes on. So investing and getting a good return, whether it be through real estate, whether it be through the stock market, whether it be through a business, really your greatest investment is going to be you. So what I like to look at is what is going to really cause you to have a, you know, not a poor experience, but if there's anything that you're doing right now that you say, hey, it just takes too much time up or it's just not something I enjoy, look at is 
you know, is it needed? Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you can be on track and you don't have to do a lot of the work that you're currently doing. Maybe you can spend more time with family or spend more time working or whatever it is that you value most. So getting that good return is another good place to start. And the third thing that I want to go through on this list is taking advantage of a growing economy. So if you work a full-time job, maybe you watch Netflix, maybe you get a workout in, you go to the grocery store, you read the news. By the time you've done all of that, you're likely exhausted and you're ready and and trying to go get some sleep. So I bring this up because as the economy grows, so do corporations and so do their earnings. And so that economic growth, that's what's creating jobs. Those jobs, that's what creates income. That income creates more sales, and the more that consumers make, the more a corporation can invest that earned income into better products and grow and grow and grow more. So I know that was a bit wordy, but I bring that up because investing in stocks, not only in the U.S., but internationally and in developing countries, it allows you to participate in the growth of these companies all while you are working your day job, while you're watching Netflix, while you're working out, whatever it is you enjoy doing while your money works hard for you. So in a different episode, I'm going to walk more into you know how to invest specifically uh, regarding certain accounts, maybe certain goals, and I've already done that to an extent, but I want to get even more intentional about that. But the general idea is that investing allows you to participate in this growing economy. Some other frequently asked questions is, Ari, what about the risk? I, I know we know all about the risk in terms of up and down, and it's not fun when you see that your money that you work so hard for goes up and down, but what's the risk of taking you know this job versus that job? You might weigh that opportunity, and you might say, okay, what is the amount of time when I'm commuting, or what is the amount of time you know, that, that call that commuting time? How does that impact my day? Well, when I'm speaking with clients, we're gauging your risk to understand how you feel. In no different that you're weighing jobs, we're weighing different investments in different accounts and saying there's so many things we can dive into. What makes most sense based on what you care about most? Um, The other thing is time. So you can view the stock market in two ways. You can view it as, hey, I want to preserve the money I work so hard for, or I'm going to go to the stock market to try to make money. And I've seen both approaches, and the people who take the second approach tend to not just underperform, but tend to be more stressed out. And what I mean by that is, you, you might have heard me say, if you're still worried, you're not wealthy. And wealthy is not a dollar amount, it's a mindset. And so the real answer is if you want to just work hard and you want to make sure the money's there for you later in life, the key is to invest it, make the money work for you. Understand the stock market is not going to necessarily be the the one individual thing that's going to make you a killing, but what it's going to do is it's going to make sure that the money you work so hard for now works for you. The alternative approach that sometimes people fall into, I'm not going to call it a trap, but sometimes people will fall into it, which is they end up determining that the stock market is how they're going to make their money. And so they go to it and essentially that's when it becomes a little bit more of gambling. Uh, The last thing I want to talk about is emotions. So watching the stock market, it can be a roller coaster. One day you, you feel you're up a ton and the next day you're down a ton. And so there's the financial component of the stock market, which involves, you know, the returns and the standard deviation, which is the risk and all these fancy financial terms on how to build wealth. But what good is that if you can't sleep well at night? And personally, I'd argue it's not good at all. 
So understanding how investments can help you grow, that can be achieved while you're getting great sleep. And it's about building a portfolio that's tailored to your specific goals so that when the stock market is down at any given time, you're in the right investments to ensure that you are still on track to reach your goals. So that's today's episode. Um, If this was helpful, please do rate and review on the Apple Podcast. And I always appreciate the support on YouTube. You can check that out in the description below. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much for listening. If that was helpful, please do subscribe, leave five stars, rate it, review it, all that good stuff, and let me know how I can best help. I love answering questions, whether it's about taxes, investments, whatever is on your mind. I love seeing how I can best help you. So as always, you can submit a question on my website, personalfinanceredefined.co. That's personalfinanceredefined.co, and I'll see you all next week. Hey everyone, quick disclaimer here, please be smart about this, and before taking any action, consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It's for informational purposes only.